Thank you for listening to Pastoring on Purpose. Welcome to our inaugural episode. We've got a very special episode and plans for you for this podcast, quite frankly. My name is Dr. Tim Manis. I am the Pastoral Care, Spirit Care Director here at Ministerial Care, and we are in our studios today. We've got with us Donna Higgins, and Donna has been with us now for a little over a year, actually close to two years at this point. Yes. Um, To my left, we have Lisa Dixon, and Lisa has been with us since last October, correct? That's correct. So a year. Happy one-year anniversary. Thank you. So, And then we have the great Raymond Culpepper II, and many of you are aware of him, but he is our restoration director. And so, yeah, say hi, Raymond. Hi. So there you go. <laughs> so short and sweet. We want to do this because I think it's important. We've always done pastoring on purpose, and we're in our second season there, and we're getting close to kind of wrapping that up and really excited about what we're doing with that. So that's going to continue. Uh, there's no change there, but we want to be able to, to also show um, who we are as an office, what we do. And, and we can talk about quite a few topics in, in regards to confidentiality, working together. And uh, we really are a family and a team here at Ministerial Care. And so what is it that you do here at Ministerial Care? And, and uh, kind of give us a background of uh, some of the things that uh, the joys of, of your work, <laughs> right? Go for it. I guess primarily I am... Tim Manis's assistant. I'm, I'm the one you talk to when you call and want pastoral counseling or you just call the office and in general. So I schedule appointments. I enter things in the computer, pay the bills for the office. I'm also the executive assistant to Dr. Culpepper for Care Ministries. There's a lot of things that come under that umbrella but I love what I do. I love the counseling part of what, what Dr. Manis and Raymond do because we minister to our ministers, and that is so important. When you're in ministry and you're a ministry family, there are times when you need someone to talk to, but there's no one to reach out to. You can't talk to your members. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to talk to your pastor friends, your minister friends. You're afraid that will go everywhere. Yeah. So you just need somebody to talk to sometimes, need somebody to just bounce things off of. Um, Lisa and I have do this from time to time. We'll be trying to work through something in our heads, and one of us will go to the other one and just start talking it out loud. And there's something about saying things out loud. Sometimes that in itself will bring clarity to a situation. Yeah. But you need somebody that can be objective and not involved in what you're doing, and um, that's what we do. But I I love it. I love what I do. I think it's very important, and I'm I'm here till I decide I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Hopefully, that's a long time from now. And Donna, let me just say it's it's it is such a joy to be able to have you because you come from. Uh, you've worked in a state office. Yes. Your husband has, you both have served in, in administrative work, your husband an administrative bishop. And so you give us that side that typically we wouldn't have and that understanding of how state offices work. And, and that's been so valuable. And it's really exciting to see 
our clients are people that we're trying to help grow and achieve success. Yes, it is very exciting. I love when we hear from clients that say that they they are doing so good and they're so thankful for what we've done that helped them so much. That just there's a lot of times those testimonials that are on our website when I've read them it just brings tears to my eyes because yeah. I and I know what got them to the testimonial part. It's it's very touching. Absolutely. And Raymond, you've talked about this before in the past that when a minister comes to our office or a family of a minister and whatever they do in the church after that, whatever success, and you've, you've, you've talked about it about restoration before, um, after they're able to get restored and God is still able to use them, we, we, can be, we can feel good or we might have had a little part to play in what God has done in the rest of their ministry, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, for me, it's a part of the ministry that I do. I'm not a, a credentialed minister in the church, but I've grown up that way. I've always believed that counseling could be a ministry to people, and it's great to be in a position where I, that's what I do. And when you finish with what you're doing, you know, with restoration, when they're finished and they go back to doing ministry and they go back to the life they're called to have, mm-hmm. everybody that they go on to reach— we help to enable them to do that. Absolutely. Yes. And so we are a part of that ministry as well. So yeah. there are a lot of folks out there that are ministering to people right now, not because of us, but right. because we were willing instruments sure. right. to help them in that, that yeah. path. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a ministry. Lisa, <laughs> uh, it's, it's good to have you as well. Uh, you. So share with uh, everyone that's listening out there uh, a little bit about what you do and, and what this ministry means to you. Well, I assist Raymond with the restoration program, whether it's taking phone calls, giving him information, preparation for the paperwork to give to the reinstatement committee for the for the reinstatement meeting. Um, I also handle the Helping Hands program, which is, of course, for retired pastors and wives. And Tell us a little bit about the Helping Hands program for those who aren't aware. Sure. So Helping Hands is a program that can reimburse them up to $150 per month, which is basically to reimburse them for prescription medication costs that they've paid out of pocket or um, supplemental insurance premiums that yeah. they're having to pay out of pocket. So it's a very easy process. They send in an application. We are able to almost immediately approve that and send them out what they need to get their their bills in. And that means the world to them. Mm. This helps them so much. We yeah. have so many people that write notes every month. I don't know what I would do without mm-hmm. this program. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for doing this. And so that's just, it brings a lot of joy to know that that helps them just that little bit. Absolutely. We also keep track of retired pastors and wives that pass away. So we always try to send out sympathy cards. We make sure that we send them the helping hands information, but we also make sure they know that if they need grief counseling, that that is available to yeah, them. Absolutely. Um, so that's very important as well. We don't always have a lot of People call in for the grief counseling that I talk to, but I have a lot write notes and say thank you for letting us know that this is available. And then, of course, just various other things that we do. However, Donna might need help or preparation for meetings, events, special 
occasion things that we might have to have help for. I also assist with Dr. Culpepper's office across the street um, whenever they need help with his executive secretary, Virgie. You've listed a lot there. Both of you have, quite frankly. (laughs) And, you know, going back to the helping hands for a moment, people Mm -hmm. may not be aware of this, but over the years we've given over $3 million to assist uh, retired ministers, widows. I'm pretty sure the Bible talks about uh, taking care of yes. our widows, and yes. we're we're really glad that we're in an opportunity and a place that we can fulfill the scripture. Yes, right to do what the word says. And this office isn't. We're not able to do what we do, quite frankly, without Donna and Lisa. I mean, there's there's so much ministry coming in through this office now that if it was just you and I, I think I think we would probably uh, be a mess right now, uh, quite frankly. And so kind of speak on just a little bit about it, because this, this is going to be an episode on Thanksgiving, right? We're going to be releasing this on Thanksgiving. I think it's important for us to show uh, our thankfulness for what God has provided for us, but kind of share a little bit about what these two mean to you. Everything, just like you said, they make it all work. You know, you and I have positions, they have jobs. Yeah. They do things and make us successful, and we just kind of hold a spot. Yeah. We do the things we do, but they're the ones that really are doing that work and making those things work for us. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have somebody that could help with those kinds of things, it would just make what I do way more complicated and just time-consuming for what I'm doing, not trying to actually help people or, right. or do restoration or, or work through issues that those those things are, but to try to just do all of the other stuff. Yeah. And they help to really manage that stuff and, and make it a lot easier for us to do what we do. And I think, too, I think it's important for people to see that everyone in this office, everyone that's on this podcast right now is bound um, for confidentiality. And, you know, I I think being professional and how we handle that, that's how we show care and love, quite frankly, for the ministerial family is is building that trust and knowing that they can come to us. It's going to be confidential. And this is a a safe place for you to go to to find help. And I I am proud of that, quite frankly, because we do have a great, great team. And uh, like you said, Raymond, it's 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 we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing uh, without them. And. I'll be honest with you, sometimes, you know, I'm working on a case or whatever the case may be, but I need a female perspective. I need uh, another set of eyes to help me uh, to, to be able to, to help. So uh, thank you for that. Let's go, let's go to a break, actually. And after this break, we will be right back. Pastoring on Purpose is a production of the Center for Ministerial Care, a ministry of the Church of God. Ministerial Care provides counseling services for Church of God ministers and offers those resources to our leaders free of charge. If you're a pastor in the Church of God who would benefit from a fresh, healthy perspective on life, leading, or following the Lord's call, or know someone who is, please visit www.centerforministerialcare.com. Welcome back. It's good to have uh, you joining us. And, you know, we're going to be releasing this on Thanksgiving. This is the time to be thankful. I certainly try to take those moments to be thankful myself. You three here uh, did not know I was going to do this, but I thought we'd play a little game. Okay. And uh, have a little trivia about Thanksgiving. And I just really want to kind of know, you know, how much do you know about Thanksgiving? Now, I'm going to be honest, these questions are kind of uh, tough. (laughs) 
okay? And so just do the best that you can. But, uh, I, you know, yeah, we'll see how this goes. So I'm going to start with Donna. You know, I don't want you guys to fight over who answers, so we'll just go around the table. <laughs> I got to make sure that Lisa is, like, looking over the sheet right now. Are you trying to cheat, Lisa? No. Are you no. competitive at all? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Lisa likes to win, right? And so, um, yeah. Of course, I have that. You know, my sister-in-law and I got into a very bad fight one time after playing Monopoly many years ago. We haven't played Monopoly since. All right. Question number one. How long was the first Thanksgiving celebration? I'm just going to take a stab and say a week. Okay, a week. I'm going to say two days. Two days. I'm going to say one day. One day. Lisa, congratulations. You are the winner of that one. The answer is three days. Three days. So awesome. <laughs> I am going to, because we want to make I, sure. I have to say I'm also not a history buff, even though I'm competitive. I don't <laughs> like history. So. She's being modest. She's already gotten a point. We all know. <laughs> she somehow knew. She came in here prepared. She's going to figure out. She's going to get every answer right. All right. No. How many calories on average are consumed per person at Thanksgiving dinner? 3,000. 3,000. Okay. Lisa? I'm going to say 4,500. 4,500. Okay. Raymond? I'm going to say five. Five? 5,000. Oh. 5,000. I was about to say, Raymond, I don't know anybody that only goes five. And, and, and I don't think if the pastor or whoever's there at the, the house, the, you know, you can pray that the calories are taken away. I have to break this to you. The calories are still there. Okay? It's still there. All right. Well, you know, once again, Lisa, you get the point. It is 4,500. You know what? I mean, I'm amazed, quite frankly. I knew you were competitive, but I didn't know you were this competitive. Did you get to the office and steal the answers? It was just a guess. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Even you admitted you you did not tell us this was going to be happening. That's true. That is true. There's no way for you to have known this. All right. Next question. When was the first Thanksgiving NFL game? I don't know. I just know that the Cowboys play on all Thanksgiving Day every year. <laughs> How's the record on I'm, Thanksgiving, by the way? I, that's a good question. Yeah, um, let's. Hit I'm going to guess and say <laughs> 1975. 1975. So really recent, I guess. Okay, Lisa. I'm going to say 1969. Okay. Raymond. I'm going to say 1976, so anything else after that will be mine. Lisa is just wiping the floor <laughs> with you all. Well, I thought about going 60s, but, you know. Oh, 1920. So y'all were pretty relatively. 1920? 1920. How many TV sets were around in How many NFL teams yeah. were? Was What was the original NFL? How many? Eight? And Green oh, Bay. you're talking about like. NFL. Just games played on, on. Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. Wow. I'm thinking like TV games. Well, that's Pat what I was Summer thinking. Yeah. I was oh, thinking no, no, TV no. games. Turducken and stuff. No, you've got to listen to the question. <laughs> when was the first Thanksgiving NFL game? There's nothing there about television. Okay. Uh, well, you know. Which president made Thanksgiving a permanent national holiday? Wilson. Okay. Lisa? This is where my lack of history is going to get me. Um, but I'm going to say Washington. The very first president. Okay. Yeah. Raymond? Lincoln. It is Lincoln. <laughs> I had awesome. a feeling Raymond was going to get that one. So, 
Lisa, you're at three. Raymond, you're at one. And Donna is bringing up the rear. <laughs> um, hey, this is not my Thanksgiving. I, I know to be thankful, but trivia of Thanksgiving is not my forte, okay. as we are seeing. <laughs> we, we're not judging you. We still love you. We appreciate you. Okay, even though you are at zero. <laughs> Which president first ordered a national day of Thanksgiving? Okay, I'm going to go back to Wilson. Okay. Why not? Well, I'm going to say Lincoln. Okay. Raymond? I guess I would probably say Lincoln, too. I'm not sure what kind of differentiation exists between national and holiday. That was a trick. It was a little bit of a trick. The the other question was, which president made Thanksgiving a permanent national holiday? That was Abraham Lincoln. This is which president first ordered a national day of Thanksgiving, which would have been George Washington. No one gets the point. I am almost done here. Which we're thankful for. I know you are. (laughs) All right. Black Friday is the biggest day of the year for what trade profession? Shopping. Retailers. Retailers. Okay. Retailers. Raymond? Wait, I want to renege my answer. Okay. I'm going to say fast food. Fast food. Because nobody wants to cook on Friday after you've cooked all day on Thursday. Okay. Okay. That's a good answer. So we've we've got retailers. We've got fast food. Raymond? I don't know. Uh, turkey farmers? I, I, I don't really know. You know, that's, yeah, that's it's a not, big day for them. It is a big day. It is a big day for turkey farmers, I would imagine. So the answer is plumbers. 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 It's all those calories people are eating. Got to go somewhere. Grandpa, get out of the bathroom. How would you, how would you like to be a plumber, right? The day after no. Thanksgiving. No. No, thank you. Just let that it's, just crawl in your brain a little bit. It's really just all that stuff going it's down the sink. Yeah, all the garbage disposals yeah. being over, yeah. overfilled. Maybe a little too much stuffing. Right. Okay, we're going to move on from that. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of different ways we can go with that. So, Lisa, congratulations. Thank you, you are the winner. Well, what do I win? You know what? I'm going to think respect. about that. I, yeah, my respect. Um, we're well, going to recognize you. As someone as competitive as you are, you know, you know, just the just the joy of knowing that just you the, beat everybody. Just the fact of winning. That's and so tomorrow, Lisa will come in here in the office bragging that she just beat you too. And so, uh, anyways, but yeah. Well, we're going to finish this episode up. We're going to talk real quickly about what we love about Thanksgiving, but we will be right back after this. You've been listening to Pastoring on Purpose, a podcast of the Center for Ministerial Care. We talk with pastors, church staff, and mental health professionals about what it's really like to lead and serve a congregation. From pastoral burnout to boundaries, the pressing issues of leadership to the pertinent little details that help a body progress, we're here to help you be a healthier leader, pastor, and person. Welcome back, and this is our Thanksgiving episode, and it is really our inaugural episode of the whole staff here. And uh, as we finish up this episode, Donna, I'm going to start with you. Um, what is it that you kind of really enjoy about Thanksgiving? What is it that, that just, do you all have a family tradition that you do? Is there a, a dish that you like the most, or what is it you enjoy? Um, our tradition on Thanksgiving is to eat and be thankful. Absolutely. <laughs> Watch some football and just just being together. I think just being off all three of us off work and being able to be together and just enjoy our time. Good, good. What I heard from that is watch the Cowboys lose. <laughs> 
Well, you know, and, and hopefully they'll win this year. <laughs> they're having a pretty good season this year. So maybe. yes, they are. And and then of course uh, her not being able to see us, right? That the kind of joy in that. So I understand though. <laughs> no, I understand. no, I, I get it. I get it. Lisa, well, Kentucky gets... doesn't play on Thanksgiving, or we can watch them. Maybe Vandy. Nobody wants somebody watch. like that. Raymond, why do you got to go there? No, I thought we were friends. You went you there with the Cowboys there. now. I did. We're did. both Cowboys fans. Raymond is a Cowboys yes. fan. And so if I'm going to dish it, I got to be willing to take it. I get it. So uh, let's move on from that. I'm going to talk about that So Lisa, kind of share a little bit about what is it about Thanksgiving that you really enjoy? Well, I would say the same as Donna, being off with family, um, although our Family dynamic has changed a bit in that we have people who work on holidays that, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe in years past didn't have to. And one of my sons lives out of state, so it's really hard for us because of his work schedule. But just getting to be off, cooking, watching the family eat, and how much they enjoy it after you've slaved for hours on end over that turkey. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I'm just thankful that I do have my family, the ones that are, you know, able to be there. Good. So. Good. That's awesome. And Raymond, what about yourself? Uh, I'm just thankful for everything from the next breath I take to the family members that God's given me. I feel like everything gets back to the whole principle of stewardship. Yeah. And everything that you have in life is from God. Yeah. Yes. And I try to be thankful for everything and not have regrets. If, if God forbid something were to happen to me, I would die happy. Mm-hmm. I would die thankful and content. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I'm just so richly blessed in my life. My family, my kids, my wife, my parents, everybody. This job, the people around this table. Yes, those are all blessings. Yeah, amen. And you, you don't, you can't take those for granted. If no. you do, you're not being a good steward. Yeah. Of the things that God's given you. Yeah. And I, so that's the way I feel about that. That is so good, Raymond, because if you can't enjoy your family, what can you enjoy? Right? I mean, the or family, life. Or, or life and regrets anything. Being miserable yeah. is, is not being a good steward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Right? That, yes. the, very, the Psalms. And, and you're right. I, I think for myself, uh, in, in regards to Thanksgiving, I, I really enjoy, not to sound too cheesy, but I do enjoy family. I enjoy spending time with my kids, uh, watching football. Uh, I enjoy eating and taking that nap <laughs> after I eat too much. And uh, and the Cowboys win or and lose. The Cowboys yes. win or lose. That's right. And uh, but also, you know, I remember growing up, my mom would all. My favorite dish is pumpkin pie. I love it. And my mom is in heaven now. She passed away quite a few years ago. And my mother-in-law now has started making me pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. And so, and that's like my pie, right? You know, and I might share it, you know, but with whipped cream. And so um, I enjoy those moments. We want you out there that's listening to this, whether you are a minister, uh, whether you're a member of the church, you may not even be Christian. You, you've, you've stumbled upon this podcast. You're welcome. We're going to be talking about mental health. We're going to be talking about things that we deal with, anxiety, stress, how we handle that. Things that, quite frankly, are going to be pertinent, not just to those in the church, but those who are outside of the church as well. How do we handle that? And as you can see from this office, being a part of the community, being willing to talk, being able to share our lives with other people, help us be able to face, not deny, but be able to face the reality of what life is. And the great thing about that is we don't have to go it alone, and neither do you. And so this Thanksgiving, we hope and pray that you will have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. We are thankful for each and every one of you. 
And if you want to show your Thanksgiving back, share our podcast. Give us a five-star review, but only if it's five stars. So thanks for being with us today. We look forward to seeing you next time. God bless. Thank you for listening to Pastoring on Purpose. Join us next time as we continue our purposeful progress to becoming better pastors and people.